are listening to the Wildlifers Podcast. Brought to you by Bill Fick Ford. That's no bull. Mellon Creek Outfitters. Raising standards, not fences. Huntonly.com, your source for hunting information. And by Falling Feathers Game Calls, the best calls for the serious sportsman. This is Dan Brayman with Living the Wildlife Podcast. Uh, we're going to start that over because I have no idea what a pile cast is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new word I invented. Uh, coming out with that next month. This is Dan Brayman with Living the Wildlife Podcast with the Wildlifers, and we're here with Darren and Jim from Silencer Co. And I guess I'll start with you, Darren. What's your position with the company? And tell us a little bit about it. Uh, my position at Silencer Co. Uh, in business development and also uh, produce the uh, the Harvested series that we do. It's a content stream that we do to kind of bring more awareness to hunting with suppressors. And uh, we we feel we wear a lot of hats uh, at Silencer Co. You know, we're a smaller company so we we're all in business development sales marketing uh we all kind of do a lot of stuff but our, our main focus or my main focus is uh is on the marketing side doing a lot of the content development and uh, business development as well cool and what about you jim yeah same kind of thing um Dar- where darren handles kind of the hunting side of things i kind of handle our lifestyle side so trying to track down talent and just kind of people outside of the industry that also enjoy hunting as well as business development and uh handle the content with uh, our uh, fight the noise series so that's my style piece but he made a believer out of me last turkey season darren did when uh we kind of got pinned down by a gobbler in new mexico and i ended up 90 degrees from the end of his barrel and not very far away and i didn't have any you know hearing protection on and when you shot that turkey i mean i was six feet from his his muzzle and it was nothing. It was absolutely, it was no more than somebody clapping their hands real loud. Yeah, me. he, I shot, he looked over at me and his eyes were about that big. He goes, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a believer now. I'm a believer Game now. I'm, yeah. I'm a believer yeah. now. Yeah. Well, you guys um, torqued up the hogs pretty good this week. What, you guys get 85 in three days? Yes, sir. Between the, yeah, the group of us out there, uh, we were, we were tearing them apart with the, I mean, using those, those thermals and then the suppressors. It was a great hunt for us. Yeah, yeah, I'm, that's, uh, I'm kind of sorry that I missed it. I was kind of wanting to go along, but I've been too busy to go. The guy said that it was a lot of fun. Um, I guess Eddie with Trijicon is kind of how you guys got hooked up with Mellon Creek. Um, I know that's how I met Darren last year. At least I think that's when it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were out here with yeah. Trijicon. Uh, that's right. Doing that's a lot right. of the same kind of thing, except we were doing uh, that. We were helping you. Uh, uh, lower some the of your deer calling numbers. on your on your, on your right. deer operation yeah absolutely what do you guys um you've done a lot more hunting with these suppressors than i have um what do you like to hunt the most with it i tell you what i mean it, it, it once i tell a lot of people this once you start shooting suppressed you, n- you never go back to shooting unsuppressed you know you 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 get used to being able to to shoot a high-powered rifle like a like your hunting calibers, anything from 6.5 Creedmoor all the way up to 300 Win Mag. And to be able to shoot and communicate, especially mm-hmm. if you have 
a couple of people in your hunting party or if you're guiding somebody or you're having to talk to your spotter uh being able to shoot a rifle and be able to communicate not have to plug your ears and shoot you know hearing safe and not right. have your your eardrums blown out is a you know it's a big plus as far as my favorite thing to hunt with them though i think where it's very beneficial it's like something we just did where y'all shot 80 something hogs and um you know if you're if you're that's a lot of shooting yeah that's a lot of shooting and if you're yeah. shooting an unsuppressed rifle um i think you get a lot more high percentage shots on shot two three and four yeah. than you would without an unsuppressed rifle yeah. on the other that's side of that you know you hit them i mean you can hear that bullet just thump. yeah yeah that's so absolutely that was a, right too yeah, yeah that was yeah. a big advantage like last night you know <coughs> when we were going around it was you know i knew i missed or i knew i hit and yeah so that was that was really always nice to have yeah it's always good to lower the hog numbers anyway uh, you guys got anything new coming out this year yeah i mean we've we're always trying to innovate. I mean, our biggest thing that we have coming out this year is our Maxim 9 uh, integration class pistol. Uh, that That is our uh, a pistol that we've designed from the ground up. That's know. the one that I shot yesterday at the range. Everything is completely it's yeah. all together. Yeah, all in one. Yeah, all that one. thing is seriously cool. Yeah. I don't know that I can live much longer without one. <laughs> I really don't. I thought about stealing that one, but there wasn't enough of them there. I figured I'd get caught. <laughs> We'll get that taken care of. We'll, we'll get one on the way. It's uh, it's and and you're you, you and a lot of other people. As soon as they shoot it, you know, a lot of people see it and they're like, oh, it looks heavy. It's not though, and, and it's, it's very well balanced too. Yeah, it's a very. I, I really it. liked it. And you and you shoot pistol quite a bit, so it's like you know when you pick one up, guys that actually shoot a pistol quite a bit, they really appreciate it because it's not heavy and it's very well balanced and it's, you know, it's quiet. Well, you know, the the biggest pain to me. And, and it's the truth is, you know, you go to the range <clears throat> and the one thing I always forget is hearing protection. Right. And I can write notes. I can leave alerts on my phone. I can do everything I want to do. But ultimately, I'm going to grab whatever I want to shoot, the ammunition, go to the range and then turn around, and drive home to get the shooting. Prote I mean, the hearing protection. And you can completely eliminate that with what you guys do. And I think that's, you know, my favorite part. But. Yeah, I have to have one of those. We can make it happen. And the cool thing is, yeah, it's a killer, too. We uh, we got a coyote and a pig and a handful of other critters with it this weekend. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little bit jealous about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm jealous, too, because Jim's like, I'm going to get the first confirmed at the maximum. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. So yeah, and he did. Yeah, yeah him and uh, I, I think Eric got a coyote with Eric it. Eric so. got a coyote. Yeah. Did he really? Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Man, that is so cool. Popped a coyote with it. Yeah, sure did. That is so cool. Well, I, this is probably a topic that a lot of people are getting tired of hearing about, but there's twice as many people that are really wondering, what about the Hearing Protection Act? Is it going to pass? No pass. Oh. Okay. Let's 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 kind of back that up here a little bit. Do we want it to pass? Absolutely, we want it to pass. Um, not just from a business perspective for us, but for, you know, it, you should not be penalized as a gun owner for wanting to own something that is a safety item. It would be like them, you know, equate it to having a muffler on anything else. Um, if, if OSHA was around in 1934 when they passed this, they would have probably said absolutely not. Uh, with the, the, you know, billions of dollars in hearing claims in the military, I'm one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, police officers that I know, uh, when they retire after you know 20, 25 years on a police department, they all, to a man, almost 
file, if they're in the field especially, file a hearing claim. Um, it's, it's, it's a safety device in, in that respect. It makes shooting more enjoyable. And you know, you've hunted all over the world, Dan. You know that in New Zealand and in the UK, Scandinavia, South Africa, mm-hmm. you, you, go to, you go to any ranch down there and what are they running? They're yeah, running, absolutely. They're running a suppressor on their rifle. And for many reasons, I mean, there's a lot of places. I was talking to some guys at New Zealand, from New Zealand at, a, at the Safari Club show a couple of weeks ago. And they're like, yeah, if you show up to a rifle range in New Zealand without a suppressor, they ask you to leave. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because everybody yeah. else is running suppressor. You can buy them at a hardware well, it, store. Well, you know, it, 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 to me, it's, it's very much like being able to buy a knife and then having to go and apply for a license to get a scabbard for it. Right. You know, exactly. it, it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Yep. The knife is obviously the most dangerous part of the whole thing. Right. Exactly. Why do you need a license to get a scabbard for it? And furthermore, why would you need a license to get a suppressor for your rifle? That's a great analogy. Yeah, but it, it's it's the same way, and that's the way we feel about it. And you know, it's uh, you know, being taxed two hundred dollars for for an item that is a safety item and it's going to help you shoot better it's going to lower your recoil that's that's the main thing you know when i take new shooters out or new hunters is like jim said you know being able to hear your impacts being able to have a better chance of a follow-up shot now if you're over 200 yards a lot of times animals they don't know where that shot comes from you know they hear the crack of the bullet if you're shooting supersonic ammunition they don't silence the shot they just suppress it because you can still hear the you can still hear the rifle going off, and that's what a lot of people, when they first shoot a suppressed rifle, they're like, oh, I can hear that. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, it's not like the movies. I mean, the movies. Well, I think that's what they confuse they, it with. Everybody, you know, everybody equates Hollywood's, it to the movies. Yeah, it's, Hol- Hollywood's done a good job of saying, hey, you know, their sound effects aren't real. Yeah, yeah, no, the, the, the sound not. effects, you know, it's just like this, this whisper quiet, and it's just not. It's not like that. And that's yep. the biggest thing. And just the recoil reduction uh, for, for sh- shooters shooting a, a high-powered rifle, like a like especially your magnum calibers, you know, right. your seven mags, 300 wind mag. I mean, taking that recoil down to like less than a 308 mm-hmm. and being able to shoot without hearing protection on. I mean, it just that's the safety part of it that, that we're trying to get. I, I, yeah, I, I would like to see them, you know, become as as commonplace as the optics on rifles. You sure. Know? I mean, yeah. it's. The, the advantages so far outweigh the disadvantages. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, you, you know, you come up with every time you use one, you find another advantage to it. Um, <clears throat> you know, Cape Buffalo hunting, for instance, in Africa, which I've done a, a, a lot of, there's always incidences where you're shooting through brush or you make a bad shot or what have you, and the herd scatters, and you spend pretty much the rest of the day trying to find that one bull that you made a bad shot on or that the brush screwed your bullet up. And with the suppressors, because I've seen it done in South Africa, that's not how it went at all. They may have made a bad shot, but there wasn't that big, loud crack that caused the stampede. Right. You know, everything just kind of trotted around like, what was that? And it gave you time, you know, to to get your stuff together and get it done more effectively. I, I, I really hope it passes, too. Yeah, and, and, and our thing is, you know, it's not just for Silencer Co., it's for all of our other suppressor manufacturers that are out there. And there's a lot of, you know, we're not the only company that makes them, and there's a lot of good manufacturers out there. And not just for us, but for them, I mean, it, it's going to be it's gonna be good for our business, but it's, it's going to be great for the consumer because right now, like 5,000, there's only 5,000 SOTs in the country, mm-hmm. and that's guys that can deal in suppressors. Right. Well, there's, you know, like 30,000 FFLs. Right. 
well, if that passes, then this is going to be something that can be available to the masses. And if you look at the at the statistics, there's the, the people that are against legalizing suppressors or, or not legalizing, but making them available without the tax stamp mm-hmm. percent, oh, they'll be used more in crimes, this, this, and that. Um, you you can go back over the last 15, 20 years, and there is a handful of crimes that are being committed with with the suppressor and and I don't uh, I don't attribute that to having a two hundred dollar tax stamp because last time I've checked criminals don't obey the law anyway. No, they don't. So if they're going to use a suppressor, they're going to use one regardless if it's stolen or if they make it themselves or they buy it off the black market. So it's it's one of those things that just doesn't that argument doesn't hold any water. So well, it's, there are very few arguments in that yeah. range of things ever hold water. Right. You know it just. It, it just doesn't work. Um, I mean, the whole thing makes a lot of sense to pass it, but as far as when, I mean, that's that's really the question. And yeah. if you're holding your breath, stop, because you're going to run out. Yeah. That's just it. Um, I mean, with everybody we've talked to back in Washington, whatever else, there's no definitive answer uh, other than they're just like, d- people shouldn't be waiting. And so that's what we're telling our consumers as well is waiting. You're just going to waste time. Um as far as getting out, purchasing a suppressor, and or and or waiting for the HBA to pass before you purchase, it's it's a waste of time. I mean, don't I don't let it hold you back. Yeah, I certainly didn't wait because I think Darren was here for five days the last time he was at Mellon Creek, and I had my trust well in the works on day three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there was no waiting for me. I I was ready to roll. But I what what is the basic. Um, construction slash build of one of your suppressors how does that work there there are a lot of different designs on suppressors and i don't want to get too down in the weeds because i'm not one of our engineers and they'll they'll if they're listening to this they're probably going to throw something at me when i walk through the door in the shop but most of your design is just it's a baffle system like a muffler mm-hmm. you, if you do a cross section of a muffler there's baffles in there to trap that noise mm-hmm. basically now, some suppressor manufacturers do either like a monocore baffle, which mm-hmm. is you know one solid piece that they've you know drilled through, and then the the baffles are actually machined in to the baffle, and then right. the other ones it's like what they call a K baffle or a baffle stack, which is separate stacks of baffles that are welded together, or that snap together and go inside the tube. So that's basically what it is. But if you if they're really very simple, there's nothing mm-hmm. super complicated about a suppressor. It's just it's it's basically a muffler. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, that's what it is. It's pretty simple. It's yeah, very it's not simple. it's not rocket science. It's not by any rocket stretch science. Of imagination. Not at all. Yeah. No, not at well, all. I, w- I was going to talk about favorite hunting stories, but I think the favorite hunting story that I've had with a suppressor so far, which is unfortunately a little bit limited, would have to be your turkey in New Mexico, the second one. Yeah. Um. That was was crazy, and it was the the one straw that made me believe in the suppressors because you know i i was guilty of the the same thing of you know listening to hollywood and when you showed up at the range that day in new mexico and i heard the guns go off i'm like well these darn things don't make the guns any quieter i mean this is kind of ridiculous and you know they're kind of big and why do it this is on 12 gauges now and um then we went hunting and i mean i'm certain that i would have had bleeding eardrums if he hadn't have been had that on there that day but as it was, man, it was like I just turned around. And I, I think I said that was kind of cool, you know, because I, I didn't have any ringing ears, nothing. No big deal. So it was it was good. Well, I really appreciate you guys choosing Mellon Creek to 
come down here and help us with this hog problem that we had. I hope you had a good time. Oh, yeah, we appreciate you having us. Yeah, it was, it was a great I sure time. hope that it's something we can continue to do. I know Darren and I are certainly looking forward to turkey season starting next month. Oh, I cannot wait. I, I can't either. Wait. I've been secretly driving around. I don't tell many people this, but uh, I've been driving around. Uh, this is the part where you're making the hand gestures to your producer to go make the dog shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, um, so I know that Darren and I are very, very much looking forward to turkey season. I, uh, anytime I'm in the truck alone, I've been working my calls over, getting them ready to roll. Um, I think Stephanie's probably getting a little bit sick of the one that's on the nightstand. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Yeah, but uh, I did the other morning. I was cat hunting, and I heard my first gobble of the year. Yeah. The dogs barked, and they kind of shot gobbled at them, and I about passed out. I got so excited. So I'm ready. Yeah, me too, man. I'm and so ready for turkey season. And I'll I really make the trip back down because Darren just teased me a little with a, with a hunt in Texas last year. Yeah. We just got a Jake in and couldn't shoot it, so now I'm just I'm – I've actually got the video. I'll show you here in a little bit of Darren's turkey on my phone. Very, very cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, th I appreciate you guys sitting down here talking with me today about all of this. I'm excited to shoot some more of your products. And um, I appreciate everybody listening to this podcast of Living the Wildlife with the Wildlifers. And it's just a few more days till turkey season. I'm counting them down. Me too, man. Thanks a lot, Dan. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Listening to the Wildlifers Podcast. <laughs> Brought to you by Bill Fick Ford. That's no bull. <laughs> Melon Creek Outfitters. Raising standards, not fences. Huntonly.com, your source for hunting information. And by Falling Feathers Game Calls, the best calls for the serious sportsman.